Hello and a warm welcome to the Daily Renewal Nuggets. And today I bring a topic that is very close to my heart and to many people that I serve. Many givers I work with are finding themselves exhausted by 6 or 7 p.m. or even sooner. And then in the morning, it is possible to wake up tired and a bit late, having to rush to the morning to care for family or get to work. So they might be even saying, I'll make sure to really regenerate or pray or contemplate later, which many times means the weekend or if many weekends are passing without regeneration means vacation. But then what happens when we push this for tomorrow or for the weekend, in the evening, it feels like by the next day, it feels like we're back in the same cycle, tired and exhausted with no time. So again, when it's time to regenerate or pray or have some silent time, it's so easy to skip, oh, we'll do it later. And when they don't, they actually do stop to finally regenerate. It could be the weekend or it could be in vacation and or maybe there's a very light day and like, okay, I can just relax. If they finally stop, their mind is so busy already. And then the only way to cope with this, it feels like just let's uh, grab for distractions. Now, when I say that, I'm not saying we do this consciously. Oh, yeah, let me just look for some distractions. We do those so automatically. And by the way, our culture is really not helping the, us with this because there's always social media. There's always news. All these things are popping up on our computer or on our, on our phone. So in time, the mind gets really busy and we grasp for distraction in the evening, as I mentioned, checking email, social media, news shows, or an in internal family system in IFS. Those are called firefighters. They're reactions that are trying to relax us and trying to soothe us. And if you're familiar with a grief recovery method, they have an interesting term. They call it the short-term release behaviors or STIRBs. But what if I tell you that these two choice points, one, postponing regeneration or prayer or silence or connection with God, and two, having our mind grasping for distractions, or should I say the culture and online world is grasping for our mind's attention, those are the sure pathways that could lead to burnout. And let me explain, as we continue with the cycle, we're really tired in the evening, we don't regenerate or have silence or time with God in a meaningful way. And then in the next day, we're feeling tired, wake up late and continue the cycle. We accumulate stress and we accumulate guilt. We kind of gear up our stress hormones in our body and we stay into this fight or flight system and biology is called sympathetic nervous system. So we constantly stay activated in our mind, those particular brain waves that are keeping us in this very alert and very awake and busy way of being. And then also what I've noticed, we start eroding our inner sense of self-efficacy and even dignity. Like, I want to do something in the evening and then I'm so exhausted and I'm not doing it. In time, we're starting even wondering, well, what's wrong with me? Other people can do this, so it looks like, um, but I cannot, I need to try harder, which can actually bring even more exhaustion. And in times you can even doubt yourself, might doubt your faith, might even feel ashamed. Those are common feelings, especially for givers. And I like to call them 
passionate but exhausted givers at some point and if you're resonating with this message even for you this is you're going through or a dear one might be experiencing then that this video is for you and i will break down in this video what simple step that which has to do with the way i mind works i loved i used to teach um, psychology in high school and in college and i used to love reading about all the research on our mind how our mind works uh, out of many other things. And after years also working with people with their thoughts, I'm going to share this simple reality, how our thinking intelligence works so that you can use this as you separate from the day at the end of the day. So I'm going to bust also some cultural mindsets that are perpetuating us in this cycle. So let's dive in and type in the chat if you resonate with this. And you might not know me, and I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul, and I love to bring this intersection between science, psychology, spiritual care, ancient Christian faith, and I invite you to join the Renewal Nuggets, this oasis in the midst of action. We're trying to really unpack and give quick tips on how to regenerate and integrate so that you can continue to give for the betterment of humanity and give to others. And if you're a Christian, to keep giving in Christ. So let's dive in. This cycle for passionate but tired givers as a professional or a home caregiver is very common. Um, we give, 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 and then in the evening, there's nothing left. And then automatically, as I mentioned, the culture, social media is reinforcing this for our mind to be sucked in into distractions and also to postpone meaningful daily regenerations or even staying in silence. And this was actually me several years ago, I would say more than a decade ago. And I've noticed that with many others. And I like to call this a dilemma of the passionate but tired giver. And even when I wanted to take action to regenerate that day, what I've noticed is many times emergencies happen. As a giver, I had many people that would reach out to me out of the blue, so to speak, when I least expected. So even when I planned some time for myself, it, something happened. So on the surface, I kind of looked like the perfect professional and Christian giving to others, pushing myself to feel grateful and energetic. And that now I know from an internal family system from parts works means that I was pushing my striver part and tons of coffee really helped back then. But inside as doing this for a while and months and, and years, I've noticed that I was hurting. And I also noticed that I felt alone uh, because it was hard to share about this. Everyone else since they got it. And then this is what my light bulb came in. I realized two cultural subconscious stories that I bought in. One is very popular in our culture that we need to regenerate in the weekends and we need to spend lots of time to do that or vacations or go to the retreat or a silent retreat or whatever, go to the beach or in the mountains, which is awesome. But for many times for givers, it's hard to put that time aside. And even if we do, we still have lots of things, unexpected things that happen in our lives. So then we actually don't have time to regenerate. And linked to this, which I already kind of hinted at, was this idea that for effective self-care, I need to set an hour or a large amount of time. And then when I was tired, like, I don't have an hour to do this, right? So that kept me in the cycle. And here is when I put 
several things together. First of all, it was very interesting how medical research showed, maybe it was 10 years ago, that exercising 10 or 15 minutes a day, every day, is as powerful and as effective as the usual prescription, so to speak, of exercising half an hour, 40, 50 minutes, three to four times a week. And that was very liberating, like, oh, I don't need large chunk amount of times to regenerate on a body level. And that kind of helped me to think through, well, what if I do that on an emotional level? And what if I do that on a mind level? And the second thing that I, it all came together as I was, uh, you know, I, I've been a psychiatrist since and physician since for decades now, almost three decades. And in working and guiding people in changing behaviors, I noticed whenever there was a big, big change or shift, many people will experience a backlash. They would call in psychology back then the self-sabotaging, which I don't particularly like that term. What I really appreciate more internal family system talking about, we have different sides of us. You know, a side of us is really, yes, let's do it. Let's take that time and structure my day. And other sides are like, oh, but I'm so tired, right? And they would block the process. So this idea that we can actually make changes much slower, we kind of circumvent this inner tension. So um, I became and really tested this, how to do sustainable habits in small amounts of time every day. So then I don't have to skip it. And also I was struck by this idea that yes, we do need to take vacations all the time, which is kind of nice, but what happens in between vacations? And I'm just going to be just work, 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 work. And that can lead to frustration and a lack of meaning and a lack of tiredness and burnout. And I've observed, you know, in um, my faith tradition, as I visit monasteries, Christians, monks and nuns, they don't take vacation. And by the way, their weekends, is they're even more busy. They were more focused on the daily rhythm. And it really dawn on me that on our inner consciousness level, we only have today. Because when the night happens and we go to sleep, it's almost like a we're and by next day we're entering into a new experience altogether. Of course we have memory and we remember this, but it's better if we focus on a daily experience and why not take mini vacations every day. And those mini vacations do not have to take an hour. It could be just five, 10 minutes here and there, even during transition times. So I really go much deeper into this in the renewal in action program and the team for our soul community membership that I've developed. And this is where I'm sharing what I've experienced for myself and others, how to stop accumulating stress. Uh, And by the way, I let go of drinking tons of coffee and I switched it to tea and how to nurture daily connection with my soul, my true self with God and our deepest longings and to regenerate on the go on a daily basis and have those mini vacations every day. So Here is the important reality that I want to bring at the mind level. So as we separate, when we're really tired at the end of the day, this is one thing that we could do that is not always talked about. And many times we're trying to deal with thoughts by either suppressing them, oh, I have lots of thoughts, I'm going to just suppress them. Or we're going to try to use a distraction, as I mentioned before, and then they don't work. And I'll explain a little bit more. Or we just indulge our stories and our thoughts. And then that can sometimes make our emotions even more intense. So here is the simple truth and tip that you could use in terms of the way our mind is working as an inner reality. 
our mind is like a story and meaning making machine. It just produce thoughts all the time. Even when we're sleeping, the mind is like constantly generating thoughts. Those neurons are firing up. And any event that happens externally or internally, it constantly creates new stories, new meanings, new ideation. And mind is very interested in novelty, loves new ideas. So it's grasping for that, you know, from other people and bring them into our in our universe. So what happens at night when we're done with the day, we've interacted with lots of people, either in person or online. So we had lots of thoughts and lots of content. We were fed lots of new information. So our mind has lots of stuff. Now it's working on overdrive at the end of the day because it's trying to create stories. It's trying to bring meaning. It's trying to make sense of what has happened in the day. And by creating all those stories, the mind gets really busy. Now, if you're trying to regenerate and, and at least have some quiet time, then might you be saying, well, I just need something to distract myself from this very busy mind that keeps thinking of the work and whatnot. But then when we scroll social medias or go on the news or, or start getting more, even reading, I love reading, but even reading sometimes or listening to a podcast or uh, watching shows, what happens is we get new content. We get, again, new ideas. Okay, mind you, they're new ideas. They might be kind and reflective and beautiful, but they're new ideas. So we are forcing our mind to continue to grasp for new ideas and continue to make sense, create the stories and the meaning and swirling in our head all the time. So by the time we go to bed, okay, maybe we stop thinking about our work, but our mind is still busy. So we constantly stay in the state of sympathetic arousal, which is not helpful, which can lead to, as I mentioned, to chronic stress. So here is the metaphor that I like, that I, I've been thinking about it. Our mind is like a very interested, a curious fire, and it loves external ideas, which are like wood, you know, it kind of fuels the mind. So the more wood we feed, the better, the more fire and kindling, which is great, especially when you're trying to create or at work. This is awesome. We, we, we need that kind of fire in our mind, so to speak. But when we're trying to relax at night, we need to stop bringing new information and new ideas so we can allow our mind and what's going to happen when we stop feeding our mind for even five, 10 minutes or 20, if you have, you know, if you're driving, even have that time, the mind is going to move, 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 go in swirls, but because there's not new information coming. And if we don't feed it, if we unhook from creating new meanings and just remind ourselves that we're done for the day. What happens in time, the thoughts are settling. It's like the sand in the ocean. You know, when the wave comes, the sand is really vibrant and moving everywhere. But if it's really a calm day, the sand goes to the end, to the bottom of the ocean. So that's what's possible. And it's really interesting. Don't, don't, don't believe me, try it for yourself. Try to have a quiet time, even as I said, even for five, 10 minutes to allow for the thoughts to settle. And the way to do that is just to watch your thoughts come and go. New stories, new meaning. Oh, new ideas. Here we go. Oh, my mind is trying to create a new understanding right now and let it pass and kind of like watching either sand in the ocean settling or 
clouds in the sky as they're passing and you stay in the awareness watching this in a kind and compassionate way. I mean, there's a reason why sages for centuries shared with us that it's good for us to have silence in the day, to have contemplation, and it really can do wonders. And I've noticed that with myself and I noticed that with others. And when I first tried it about a decade ago, it was just five minutes. I couldn't stay more than five minutes. But at that five minutes, every these five minutes every day, after a few weeks and months, I've noticed I was much more present, much more calmer and quieter. So I really invite you to do this. And last thought about this. As the mind settles, what's really interesting is that there's something quieter and more beautiful and more beautiful insights that will start arising from inside. New connection you know, and it's almost like the universe has this innate intelligence in our mind, the same way our body has the intelligence and it heals itself. You know, if we cut our, if we have a wound and we cut our finger, you know, not too deeply, obviously, when we support it a bit, you know, by cleaning the wound, it's going to heal on its own. It's the same with our thoughts. As we allow them to calm down, there's going to be new insights and for a Christian, this is God at work. And it's so refreshing to know that God has our back. And even when we settle like this, there are going to be new insights. We're going to be more aligned. And it's really God in action, if you ask me. So this sense of presence, awake awareness that it's inside of us that can, if we don't hang on to our thoughts, no matter how unwanted they are, if we don't hang on to them and just let them be, we're flushing them, so to speak, there are going to be new healing thoughts coming into us that are more regenerating and more beautiful. And since I've been trying this, it's so amazing, like amazing insights have been coming. But again, try it for yourself. Try for a few minutes and really discover this mind intelligence. We can be so amazing and reassuring. So to summarize, Five few minutes, five to 10 minutes of silence or, or contemplation can do wonders, allowing your mind, especially at the end of the day, to just kind of do its thing and flash out the thoughts as you just watch them. And I want to encourage you to, as we wrap up, to type in the chat and share from your experience as you practice this. And in the next few weeks, I will share how this principle works also on an emotional intelligence level and also on a body level. Then when we lean and trust to this presence inside, it does wonder. And as a Christian, God is everywhere, feeling all things. And it's not just around us, but it's really working through us. So with that, I want to leave you for today. And thank you for being in this share time and space. And I wish you um, wonderful regeneration so you can keep on giving for the betterment of humanity. And until next time, I say goodbye for now.